Triple Option back this week talking more. Purdue baseball and softball. Softball finished up their season. Purdue baseball hitting the home stretch here. And then, of course, talking Indianapolis Indians. May have some more prizes to give away as well. So let's start with softball first. They went into the Big Ten tournament. They were the 10 seed, and they beat Michigan State, who was the 7 seed. They won that matchup. And then they went on and took on Nebraska, who was the 2 seed but was the host school and they led 2-1 for a majority of the game, and they gave up two runs in the bottom of the sixth and then couldn't convert in the seventh themselves. So losing another close game. And we talked about last week how they're a young team. And so, I mean, I'm assuming learning how to win close games is just as much indicative of it being inexperienced, right, Pops? I'd say so. You have to learn, even though you've maybe been playing a particular sport, to to go from high school to college and then from college to pros, you just have to learn things, go quicker. It's a faster-paced game, so it's a learning experience like anything else. And, you know, a lot of times young teams will lose close games just because of maybe a lack of execution or a lack of details that veteran teams have a tendency to pick up on and realize that, you know, the small details count. Tyler, does it... So do you take anything out of the end of the season? It was a 10-7 seed matchup, which I think if you think in terms of college basketball, you, you think, well, that's not really a huge upset. But for a young team, it's a big win. They were the underdog because they are the lower seed, and they got the win, and they gave Nebraska a run for their money, unfortunately falling in a close game. But do you take anything out of the end of the season? It's tough because a lot of people will want to say it. I would be I I'd be skeptical because a lot of people will say just because you won that's great things, but I'd still say that they they still have a lot of work to do. There's a different feeling coming into a season and playing every game than saying you know you win or you lose you're out. You can't you can't have that mentality during this the regular season. So I think that it's it's different when they play then. You're not going to play like that next year because you can't play like that during the regular season. So I don't know if this is much. This may be just a, a slight showing of the talent, but there still would be a different set of work to do next year. But don't you think they? it's a little bit of a, a reward that they're such a young team? I think we said last week only three seniors. They got a, they got a playoff, a postseason win. I mean, it's a conference tournament, but a conference tournament win, that's something I think to build off with only three seniors. You would assume seniors are major contributors, but pretty much your entire roster is going to be back the next season. I think so, but I, mean, I don't think people should run away with it, though. I think they should say it looks good, but don't start, you know, don't start talking about the championship year again. I still think it's it's a lot of work to do because you already said, I mean, they were playing as underdogs, and it's very easy to say we're underdogs. Let's just, you know, there's no tomorrow for us. Let's play and just play our hearts out. But that's not how, you know, that's not how it works in a regular season. You play and you work through it day by day. You just don't go, today's our game. Let's focus today. I mean, you can do that, but you can't just do that during the regular season. That, I'm just trying to say, I'd say don't don't run away with it. Say, you know, that was good, but we got to more we got more work to put in and more learning to do. All right, fair enough. On top of the softball news, the coach resigned pretty much immediately after the season, which is kind of surprising. She's been there, I believe, six seasons. There's a great article on Purdue Sports that kind of details her career, and. She's been there six seasons. She took the Purdue program to their first NCAA tournaments, I believe, four, three and four years ago, something like that. But kind of a surprise. Uh, do, you, do you think that it's six years she burned out pops or maybe she's just looking for something new? Because you would think with such a young team, maybe she'd come back and give it another shot since, again, pretty much the entire roster is going to be back. 
I, I, who knows? I mean, you know, you'd like to think that with a young team, they're going to come back. And I think they're building the, a new facility, so that would suggest that they're moving forward. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's, I don't know what to say. It's just it's it's as surprising to to me as it is everybody else. Her success at Purdue, maybe she just decided she's she's taken this team as far as she can, and it's just time for something else. Maybe she just decided to get out of it altogether. Anyway, it's it's really hard to say. But I would think that with the young squad. And with building a new softball field, that would suggest that, you know, the emphasis on sports and you should, your program should continuing on the uptick. And I would think if you have new facilities, that should help yourself recruit. So, you know, well, maybe it's a shock, you know, maybe they can attract somebody who's, who knows, maybe a better coach or even better recruiter and continue, you know, trying to equal the success they've had going to the past NCAA tournaments. You answered my que- my next question already. I was going to ask you if you thought that knowing all that you do about softball, this was an attractive job because they've they've already committed to building a new facility, and it looks like Purdue has worked its way down the lower tiers of sports and football and basketball and baseball got one. So now softball's next, and so they're putting the money into it, and you know it's a young team, and I think, and maybe this is just a cliche. You you would assume that a young team's going to get better and better. So I would. Uh, I would think that's attractive, but it also depends on what the next coach wants to set the program forward. Maybe they're looking for different things. I don't know. Tyler, you want to start? I would say I'm really surprised that she's leaving, especially with the whole stadium thing, because isn't that's like one of the biggest things that coaches look for. That was the whole painter deal breaker. You know, mon- being paid, you know, he kind of wanted a raise because he thought he had been doing the work in, but he wanted facilities that would prove that he could have a winning team so i think that that's shocks me that you would leave with that because that's that's what she's probably been working for she did these tournament wins to prove she could win to get the equipment to continue to win yeah i think that's why it's ultimately that surprising because you know building a new stadium would suggest that they're funneling more capital i guess so to speak and resources into trying to build a more successful and consistent program so maybe maybe she just maybe she thought her place was somewhere else she's just done and maybe she felt the pressure it could just be that maybe Purdue has taken a step up prestigiously wise in terms of softball programs and she wasn't ready for that. Who knows? It's But it's really surprising to me, especially how quickly she announced her resignation. Moving across the diamond again, the baseball team season not over. Unfortunately, this past weekend with their first loss to Michigan was eliminated from Big Ten tournament action. So they have one week of their season left and that's pretty much what they're playing to finish out. They have looked to have started playing better, a little bit more consistency and that's important that I guess you take that with a grain of salt because they're still pretty much shooting themselves in the foot pops is that you just that that young team too. I mean, we talked about how the baseball team's young. Are you concerned maybe that fundamentals is an issue or is it really just, it's a young team. Let's wait and see what an off season does for them. Well, they're young, but I'd, I'd have to think that, you know, you, you would have liked to have built on last year's record season of winning the big 10 and, and advancing as far as they did in the NCAA tournament to maybe at least, competing for the Big Ten, uh, making a run at the tournament and, and to not even even qualify for the Big Ten tournament, I think is you'd have to say that's just really disappointing. I think there's just no other way to put it. I mean, if you, if Purdue has, has had a history of putting guys in the major leagues by being drafted or whatnot, this particular coach, I mean, obviously he's got the program built up, but, you know, if, if, if Purdue wants to continue to just take a climb the ladder of success in all sports across the board you know 
you'd like to see them when they when they have something like this be able to. I'm not saying come back and win win the Big Ten again, but certainly be a little bit more competitive. The only thing you can take from this is is the experience. You know, I mean, it was nice to start playing better at the end of your season because you know any any team wants to be playing better at the end of the season at the beginning of their season. You you hope that they could use this the players use this as motivation to work harder in the off season, come back and and uh, get back to closer to what they did last last season. So, are you saying you're maybe a little bit skeptical going in next? season i mean this season isn't over but there's a week left okay but they're not going to make the big 10 tournament right they're no right. well they were eliminated then frankly these games are i guess you could use them for you know motivation for next year but it's hard to say i don't know whether i'm skeptical or what it's just that it's there for them it the, the players have it in their ability to either make it look like that last uh, last year was the beginning beginning of the taking the next step forward or was it just an aberration which i'm sure a lot of the opponents are probably going around saying you know let's hope for Purdue's sake that they use this the, these losses and this disappointing season as fuel and energy to work harder this off season and come back next year and, and make a run at the big 10 t- title and to make a run for the ncaa tournament tyler what are your thoughts on it i don't know if i'd call this a disappointing season well, I mean, I think it's easy. Some people say it's easy to. I think the fact that they didn't make the tournament really isn't that big of a shocker. I mean, look at the team. No one's looking at that team and saying, this team could do what last year did when last year's was very veteran heavy and this team was more than half of it was freshman, sophomore. You could easily say, this team's going to struggle. It's going to, you know, early on, it's going to have its troubles. It could, you could see light at the end of the year. But, you know, I would still say if we looked at the roster at the end of the year, I'd say best case scenario, they could go 500. And I don't see them really doing much. You need, you can't just, these, these, you're not going to do what last year's did and expect what they did. I think it would be really tough on these kids. And I think the pressure, that, I think that pressure got to them. That's possible that it did. I was going to ask that. Do you think the pressure of last year's season, on top of the fact that they got a brand new field, and now, don't get me wrong, Purdue sports is Purdue sports, but baseball in terms of the big sports is down a few tiers. It's basketball and football. So getting a stadium is kind of a big deal for a baseball program. Do you think that that pressure had anything to do with it, especially when they're such a young team, thinking, oh, Purdue has this newer version of a name. We got to defend the name. Possible. I mean, you know, maybe they took it for granted and thought that they could just roll the baseballs out, put the Purdue jerseys on, and some team's like, hey, yeah, we won last year. I mean, it's really hard to say. I mean, it's undeniable that they're young, but I think what I was trying to say was that I didn't say they were going to replicate last year's success, but you would at least like to get closer than what you did and not to even make the Big Ten tournament is, has got to be considered disappointing. You might be able to take some solace out of this season if, if you were or more if you were able to say, well, we made the Big Ten tournament made a run and we're young. But I think, you know, if, if, if you want to be taken seriously and you want to take that next step up in, in the Big Ten rankings or, 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 you know, as far as a baseball program, that, you know, that is, that's got to be goal one. So you got to get into the Big Ten tournament. And regardless of whether you got a young team or not, I, I think if you have higher standards, you would have expectations of getting into the Big Ten tournament. Well, I think you'd like to make it every year, but I think... You know, when you were so veteran-heavy last year, I mean, senior-wise, and then you have three or two or three of your better players that are juniors get drafted as well, I think you expect a step back. I guess you wouldn't expect it this far back. But I think, wouldn't you, would you compare it a little bit to the basketball program? You know, Robbie Hummel was the last of the baby boilers. There was a talented senior class, and I think 
everyone expected the team to take a step back this year, but I think the, you know the basketball team caught people off guard too. But you saw glimpses of talent. One step back, yes. Two step backs, I don't know. I think it might be. I'll, I'll say this: maybe you can totally analyze this season after next season because you will have seen the progress a lot of these freshmen have made to being sophomores because there used to be a line, I don't know if John Wood used to have it, that the best thing about freshmen is to become sophomores. So that's just a knee-jerk reaction, but it's possible that you can better judge this season after next season seeing if they were able to build upon it or, or, or was it a situation that you're still in the same place. So let's hope for Purdue's sake that they build upon what happened this year and, and come back more determined with, with a year under their belt to, you know, take the next step, get in the tournament, make a run in the tournament. Who knows from there? Ty, do you think there was pressure on the team this year? I think there was. That, that was that was basic. That was half of my basis that they were young, and I'm sure there was pressure or pressure. If not, I would say at least pressure from alumni because alumni are the one paying for the stadium. And if not pressure from Watchy last year's pressure from we built the stadium now put some work into it. Probably should have said this a little bit earlier. For the Big Ten tournament last year, and I believe it's unchanged, they only took the top six teams. So Purdue missing it means that they just weren't in the top half of the Big Ten. A little bit surprising, not to get too much into this, but is it is a little bit surprising to you? I mean, softball took all 12 teams. Why would you think baseball doesn't? I don't know. That doesn't suggest consistency because obviously the, the every seems like every other sports takes all everybody, and even the Big East takes all 16, and basketball makes it work. That... That doesn't make any sense, and I think other than they're just trying to reward, I guess the only thing you can think of is they're em- trying to emphasize the actual Big Ten season and saying you got to get in the top six, so they're hoping that that, that suggests that you play harder during, during the Big Ten season, which I get, but frankly, I don't know who else n- does not do that because it seems like everybody plays in a, uh, a, a tournament and then literally everybody's invited. Well, do they play? Is it one game? That's it? It's uh, it's really complicated. It's hard I mean, to explain. Like, like it's one game. Like one. It's not a series. It's just one match against them. Oh yeah, they're just best of ones. That doesn't make sense. Too right? Huh? You're, you also loser, have losers yeah. brackets that you could come back. It's and weird. Play. Like what's the point? Of, six played one and that. five played two and one and two one last year, and that was Purdue. And then four and five and three and six matched up, and I'm assuming three and four once they played, and then four played the loser of. of Purdue beat Ohio State, it was a six, and Nebraska was a four, and they beat the three, then Nebraska played Ohio State, and it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sound like Basically, the way it worked out is Purdue beat Indiana to get the final buy from the top half of the bracket, and then Indiana gets inserted apparently at some point down in that bottom bracket and won, so Purdue played Indiana again for the championship. That makes no sense at all. I don't get it either. He's right. I mean, if you you ever see the Big East basketball conference schedule, it's the championship schedule, it's complicated, but it makes sense. And that's that's pretty tough for 16 teams. I mean, even softball just did the, they did the basketball thing. One through four got buys, five through 12 got bracketed up, and then you went through it. I could almost understand if if you just you know, had the top six, but to have a, a toilet bowl bracket like they do in the Gus Macker is, is just even more convoluted and just doesn't make any sense. And this is brought to you by the people who named their divisions leaders and legends, which is... They changed it. Yeah, I yeah, know, I but they, 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 they used that for a year and everybody was poking fun at them. This makes even less sense. Well, they had a chance to not use that because I believe they took a survey and that met a 93% yeah, so it was, it was disapproval a rating. Nobody liked it, and they kept it anyway. 
Did they announce? Did they just say East and West and announce the conference and like announce the teams or what? Yeah, yeah wasn't it? Purdue's moved them to the West. Yeah, but Indiana, oh, Indiana, and Purdue is protected. And then Purdue IU is the only. Is the yeah, only that's the only only uh, rivalry that they protected because everybody knows how damn important that is to the Big Ten. You know, it was even worse that people were, were you know, what team was worse. Yeah, but the all the other rivals. Because they said that Purdue and I wouldn't play, even though they're like, we'll protect that rival. They will play. They're like, well, they won't play. But all the other rivalries are in the same division. That's true. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Purdue, IU, Illinois, Western. Yeah. I'd like to think that, you know, that, that we with Purdue, with, with Hazel, that, that you're going to move past wanting to beat Indiana, you know, that's kind of like going down and beating a blind kid well, not did the you, end of the block. I know you don't like oh, I, don't, they need to prove I know do you don't like any like... announcers. Well, I thought, you know, well, that's not true. I don't want to admit this, but IU's got the right coach. That's true. He's a good coach. That team is going places. Slowly. Slowly, uh, yeah. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I know you don't like any announcers, but one told a story about when Tiller showed up, they used to have that banner that said, do something extra each day to beat IU. It used to be hanging up in the Purdue locker room, and when Tiller came, he changed it to said change it to say do something extra today to be a champion. Uh, just for reference, where would Purdue be as far as standings in the Big Ten? Right now, they're at eleventh, and I don't think they really had a shot at six. But in front of them is Iowa, who's seven and thirteen. Northwestern's nine and fourteen. Michigan State's nine and eight. So there's a few games there, but those aren't six. Sixth is. Illinois, who's eleven and nine, and I believe spent some solid time ranked this year. Their overall record's thirty and fifteen. So, Big Ten is actually pretty competitive. I remember, I believe IU cracked the top ten at some point in baseball this year. All right, okay. Leaving Purdue and going down south, still talking about baseball. Indianapolis Indians pops follows them super closely for us. We all pay pay a little bit of attention though, but they've kept winning. We talked about last week how they're a very competitive team. Well, this past week they haven't slowed down at all. Pops, how have they done this past week? They won six out of seven only, and that includes uh, three out of four at Scranton Wilkesboro. After actually they lost all in uh, Lehighville, but then they were able to come home and begin a series with Toledo. But obviously they're on a roll, so they continue marching forward with the best record in AAA. What major league roster is Toledo's AAA affiliate for? The Indians. Do we, does anybody know off the top of their head what that farm system ranked? Because obviously you hear Scranton Wilkesboro Yankees, and you know that team's probably got some talent in it. That are there, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think they might be pretty to the wayside after all those trades. Uh, I mean, Indians, I think they have some decent talent. I don't know if it's, I don't know how high it would be. I can't imagine, I mean, I can't imagine it's terrible. Pops, has there been anything that stood out for you this week for the the Indianapolis Indians, not the Cleveland Indians? Well, obviously you'd have to say pitching because they won, they had on the road two shutouts and then they lost, their only game they lost 3-1 to one, and then they come back and and they, the last game they lost one, two to one. So you're talking they gave up four runs in four games. So I think this team is built built on pitching. It continues to produce. And the offense, you know, struggled a little bit. Uh, they had five in the first game, and then they scored one, two, and two. But after they've got home, they won the first game against Toledo four to three, and then they've scored in the second and third game of the series eight runs twice against Toledo with one more to wrap up with, with the Mudhens. That that would seem to suggest, at least to me, that even though they're minor league teams, so they're going to take some loss of talent when players get called up and moved around. But it would seem to suggest overall the team's pretty soundly built from top to bottom. So even if some, like, say, Garrett Cole, who's their best pitcher and the number one prospect in the Pittsburgh Pirates system, gets called up, that 
you would still see a solid team week in and week out. Well, I, well, one thing, Francisco Lariano did get, get called up to the Pittsburgh and, and won his first decision with the Pirates. What it suggests is is that the Pirates organization, which obviously was, starts here at the AAA with the Indians, is emphasizing pitching and and speed because we talked about them stealing bases and you know fundamentals and that's the everyone you take a look at home runs are down and stolen bases are up but that's because the end of the so-called steroid era despite the fact that people think there's growth hormones in baseball but whatever just for the argument's sake with lack of steroids or at least what it would appear to be the lack of steroids there's more of an emphasis on going back to the trying to be play fundamental baseball which is you know get guys on get them over get them in and I think pitching has become more important. And you could just, the Indians with what, with what they have there, you know, bode well for the Pittsburgh Pirates going forward. On top of that, since they've been home a little bit more, they started up their promotions again. We talked about a little bit last week. They were just, they were, were coming off a long road stretch. And being back home, they started up. They've doing the, they do fireworks Friday nights after home games. They got the two-for-one Tuesdays at McAllister. So they have plenty of promotions to give away as well. Speaking of that offense thing, though, Typically, the cliche for baseball is warmer weather, warmer bats. So would you expect to see some more power, so to speak, out of Indians? Since I mean, they are in Indiana, and it's been awfully cold for the most part, and it's supposedly warming up. Well, Toledo is a Detroit team, I apologize, but I would assume that I don't know how if they have a lot simply because the Tigers have obviously taken a lot of their prospects and moved them, but they used to, they used to be Cleveland, but... Yeah, in theory, as far as the warming up, yes. But if if your team doesn't hit home runs, you know, you're you might see a small bump up in homers. But I mean, I think the thing about the way that that they're playing is, as long as they're getting good pitching and they go up against teams that do hit home runs, generally good pitching gets beats good hitting. And, and you know, and the good pitching and timely hitting have proven to be a, a thing that works to help them so that they could advance into the Triple A championship. They can win the Giants. Look, all you have to do is take a look at what they've done. They are pitching first and won two World Series out of the, two of the last three series. And I'm not suggesting that you know that they're anywhere near the Giants, but the point being is good pitching and timely hitting always beats good hitting. Just with our teams that hit Raw home power. runs because power. While you know there's times when you hit home runs where you're like, boy, these guys can score in bunches. When you're not hitting home runs, those teams built upon hitting home runs go through streaks where they just can't get a run can't get a run in if they had to. Yeah. Tyler, your thoughts on the Indians, the Indianapolis Indians? I agree on the pitching. And last week you said that uh, you were asking if they had Brandon Inge for Detroit, they, the old Detroit third baseman. They do. I thought so. Yeah, okay. That, I just wanted to tell you that because I saw that. You know, they're playing small ball, which uh, some people don't like. But it's the, it's the speed and the pitching, and they have two good pitchers. Garrett Cole's the number one prospect, but they also have Andy Oliver and Chris Johnson, who both have... Low ERAs, 2-7, 2-2-3, 3-2-3, with low whips in the 1.3 and lower. So they're just power pitching, and and people aren't hitting that, and they're just they're getting the they're getting the two three runs that they need to off of um, small ball, not worrying about home runs, and just going into winning games. They're not doing it. They're not doing anything by flash. They're just doing it the old way. Yeah, I mean it's fundamental old school baseball. It's not, I guess, as sexy. Not to say that they don't hit home runs, but they win. Results is ultimately what it comes down to. Well, we have another family four-pack of Indians tickets to give away for listening to this podcast, your reward for listening all the way through. All you got to do is send a message to the Rocket Facebook page, and that enters you for a chance. We're giving away a family four-pack again this week. 
and we're going to get out of here. We'll be back again next week to wrap up the Purdue baseball season and talk a little bit more about the Indianapolis Indians, possibly maybe some Pacers basketball. We'll see what we have time for. But until then, we're going to get out of here for the triple option. I'm Blair Gunther. Tyler Gunther. Harold Gunther. We'll see you guys next time.